Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready to be energized and have some serious fun. This is the Energetic Education Podcast. Introducing your host, Dale Sidebottom. Welcome to episode number 27 of the Energetic Education Podcast. I'm your host, Dale Sidebottom. And as always, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to tune in and hopefully today's episode is going to be of a lot of interest to everybody out there. Uh, the topic for today is a deck of cards is all you need. And what I mean by this is uh, I think that you can use a deck of cards to teach any subject, not only in the classroom, but then also um, if you want to get the kids moving outside as well, you can use it to really engage them through fitness activities and any sports as well. So I'm going to give three different examples today. So one will be a way that you can use a deck of cards for fitness. Another one will be an activity for early finishes in the classroom. And I'll explain why it's really beneficial for that. And the final one is using a traditional game of Go Fish. And I'm turning that into a literacy activity that you can play with your students. Now, If you haven't listened to last week's episode, that was number 26, and that was all about using dice, okay? So like today, um, I'm going to obviously be talking about a deck of cards. Last week, I talked about using simple dice, and I think the best thing about this is that, and as I mentioned, the resources to buy dice and cards, and obviously next week's Uno, are really, really cheap. And you may already have them laying around. So that's why these activities work so well. And they're really fun to play. So let's get stuck in. Um, the first activity is called 54 Pickup. All right. Now, the reason you call that is that there are 54 decks in a set of cards with 54 norm, uh, 52 playing cards. And then you've got the two jokers. So the first game is really simple. Each suit in the deck of cards is given a different fitness movement, okay? So for example, hearts would be sit-ups, uh, diamonds would be push-ups, clubs would be uh, lunges, and spades would be leg raises or something like that. And then basically, as a class, each student or one student at a time will come up and select a card. Now, whatever the value is on that card, so for example, I said hearts were squats, if it was a five of hearts, as a class, you'll do five squats, all right? If it's a pitcher card, you're going to do 10 reps. And if you get an ace, it is 11. Now, for the jokers, you can have them as different bonus cards or things like that. I like to have it where the class all gets sort of a rest and has to hold a 30-second plank, or you can do it however you like. Now, this game can be played in a number of different ways, in a PE setting outdoors or in the classroom for an energetic brain break. And that's what I really like to use it for. Now, how I play this is I have it so each student gets to select one card and then you go around the room and you complete all of those movements as a class. Once all the movements are done, you continue back on with the work you were doing. So it's just a really nice way to break up learning, gets kids active in the classroom. I like the saying sneaky fitness and this is a really good way to do that. If you want to play it as a game, you can split the group into four even teams, have a deck of cards in the middle of the room, then each team goes out, grabs a card, completes the exercise. Once they've done that, they go and get another card. Once the entire deck is finished, the team who has got the most cards on their pile can be crowned the winners. All right, and that, That's a really simple way to make it a fun game in your classroom and a little bit competitive if that really gets the juices flowing of the students. 
All right, so that was 54 pickup fitness. The next activity in this, I think this works really well. I've been running a lot of workshops lately for um, primary school teachers, and this is an amazing activity that I've been receiving huge feedback about, and hence why I want to share it with everybody out there. So early finishes, and the reason I started this is, I remember when I was in the classroom as a primary school teacher, I would have certain students that would just get their work done so fast and so and they're really good, but then they'd keep coming up to me going, oh, Mr. Sybottom, what do I do? Sir, what do I do now? When I needed that time to really focus my attention on the students that weren't as quick or maybe were struggling a little bit with the concept that I was teaching them. So I created an early finishes deck of cards activity. So I simply had this printed out on the wall and what this would mean if a student finished their work I would check it. If I was happy with it, they would then be able to play the early finishes game. And what they would do is they would simply walk over to the deck of cards and they'd select a card. That card would then have a activity or movement or something that that student would need to go and do then. Okay, so I'm going to go through these for you now. So if a student selected a two, it would be iPad time or free time on their device. If they got a three, it would be sketch and drawing time. Number four would be a research, a brain teaser that they could teach the class at the end of the day. Number five would be write a comic about the holiday coming up. Number six would be create a quiz on their topic that they've just finished in their class. Number seven would be sit quietly and read their book. Number eight would be class helper, so they would have to go around and help another student. Number nine would be helping the teacher with whatever they needed done, so that could be um, any chores around the room. Uh, number 10 would be create a blog entry for the classes week. So I um, always had a blog going in the class so they would actually go and write one about what we'd been doing. Uh, if they got a jack, it'd be write a review on the last book or movie they'd watched. If they uh, pulled over a queen, it'd be clean out their desk, bag or computer. Um, if they got a king, they'd start a project or a research, something they were passionate about. If it was an ace, they would write in their reflection journal. And if it was a joker, that was golden time. So that would mean they could do whatever they want. Now, depending on the situation, I normally took the jokers out so students would never be able to get that golden time. So that's a little trick that you can do there. But why this activity works so well is because now students, for some reason, adding the cards in just made it so they were really accountable and whatever card they pulled over, they would go and do and this allowed me as a teacher to really focus my attention on the students that needed my help, all right, instead of de- deflecting questions about what do I do now, what do I do now, okay, I had, that really eliminated that and it meant that my teaching and the students that needed my attention really, really benefited from that and not only that, the students that were advanced and doing their work, they were also finding other research tasks or things that they were passionate about because they could do that after pulling over one of the cards for the early finisher game. Alright, so we've gone through two, we've got a fitness one and we've got an early finishers one. The final one is called Go Fish Literacy. Now, you can use this template like the other two for just about any activity, but why I've used Go Fish is because it is a really fun game. So you'd play, you'd deal the seven cards out for each student, and I normally like to play uh, in pairs or in groups of four, all right? And then you go around and you play the, the Go Fish game. So basically, students are trying to find pairs. 
And if they get a pair, they put that in front of themselves and they pick up another card. At the end of the game, once all the cards are gone, the student with the most pairs in front of them wins. And basically, you need to ask other other people in the game, do you have a two? If they have a two, they give it to you. If they don't, they say go fish and you pick up a card. Anyway, you can read up on those rules and teach your students go fish. Now, where my literacy game is a little bit different is instead of... So, for example, when students get pairs, instead of just putting them down in front of them and going on to the next question, they now have to do a certain uh, activity or a literacy sort of themed question to the group, all right, to keep those pairs in front of them, all right? And this is what I've come up with. If they get a pair of twos, they need to say five rhyming words to the class, and Obviously, the number for each one of these, so five there, depending on the students, you might have it up to 10 for the older ones, or for the younger students, you may have it at one or two, all right? Uh, If they get a a pair of threes, they need to say four nouns, all right? If they get a pair of four, they need to say four verbs. If they get a pair of fives, it is pronouns, and again, you can pick the number of each of these they need to say. Number six is adjectives. Number seven is they need they need to name one form of poetry. Number eight, explain conflict to the group. Number nine is explain a metaphor to the class or the little group you're working in. Uh, number ten is explain what a theme is. So in one of the stories or whatever, what is the actual theme? Uh, and then for the pitch cards, again, I like to have my sneaky fitness in the classroom, get the kids moving, get them active. If they get a pitch card for Jack, it is five squats. For a queen, it is five star jumps. For a king, it is five push-ups. And for an ace, it is five sit-ups. Now, you can very easily take that template that I've just used there and add in any different category or any different subject that you are teaching. Um, just for example, a geography one would be really easy. If you've got a pair of twos, right, you might need to name uh, two countries that start with A. If you've got a pair of threes, you might need to say three capital cities in Asia, all right? Or things like that, you can use that template. So what it does, students are playing a fun game against each other, but then it is also focusing on what you are, what you are challenging them with for that subject, okay? So they are still learning, but they are learning through games, all right? And you'll know, I know, everybody knows that when students are engaged, right, they're going to get so much more out of what you're teaching. And by playing games, that really allows that to happen. All right. So the three that I've gone through today, 54 Pickup Fitness, Early Finishes Activity, and Go Fish Literacy. If you really like these, give them a go and I'd love to hear from you. All right. If you're on Twitter, um, I'd love a little contact. Hit me up at Dale Sidebottom. Or if you'd like to send me an email, send me one to dale at energetic.education. Let me know how the activities go. If they've been helpful for you, I would love to hear from you. And it will just give me more ideas in the future about what episodes I can create. So they're going to help all teachers around the globe in the classroom and outside. All right, so there is episode number 27. Stay tuned for next week when we do the same as we've done for the last two weeks, but we'll be using a deck of Uno cards. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Cheers.